welcome to the hard truth of 2020. This has been a uh, crazy year for many of us. The amount of injustices and tragedies we've seen could fill up an entire year's worth of episodes. For many, it's been a year of revelations. A time when you could watch your sweet neighbor you've known for a decade become radicalized. When you might see a family member you've looked up to completely disregard their own personal safety and that of the others around them. When you uh, may decide you need to put down that social media you've been hooked on because it's causing you unnecessary distress. Seeing various news outlets report false news that can easily be verified simply to get higher ratings. It is nearly impossible to list everything we've been through. By this point, nearly everyone has seen the effects of the year in some way or another. Personally, I was lucky enough to remain employed while many lost their jobs. To do so, I had to take a pay cut due to the lack of business and allow my company to keep all employees on their payroll. Something I did not take lightly, but I did gladly accept to ensure my actions didn't cause others to lose their jobs. I've received calls from family members in distress because we lost more than one person within a week due to COVID. But lucky enough to say that so far, my immediate family is safe. I could continue to tell you my entire story of this year, but my point is stop trying to dismiss the pain of others. Stop trying to one-up each other with your injustices. We're all feeling it, and uh, maybe, just maybe, we can help each other in 2021 by trying at least a little to remember that everyone has a life that you don't know about. Everyone has trouble and pain that they do not openly share. By taking a step back to remember that you could be the one to either make that person's day worse, or you could be the person to brighten it, we could begin to heal together. My own personal experiences with COVID and its butterfly effect aside, my biggest pain of the year was seeing people attacking each other over a simple difference in opinion. There was a time when we understood that not everyone had the same views and we were able to accept that without demanding anything from them. We could take that knowledge and move on because if their view isn't causing harm to others, then why would you get yourself worked up simply over an opinion that varies from your own? In a world where we try to make it a point to accept that people have mental health problems and that they are safe to voice a need for help, I cannot fathom why you would also tear someone down for not seeing things your way. What you do to others actually has an effect. And while you are behind that computer or phone screen typing harmful, demanding, and demeaning messages, the person on the other end may be taking that to heart and taking it hard. Remember that there are people behind those usernames. So, to wrap up 2020, I reached out to my listeners. Those usernames, those people who listen to this for their hard truths. I wanted to know what your thoughts were on this year and what you would like others to know as we move into a new one. Let's take a look at these. First up, 
We have a submission from someone called the Flower Girl that I think pretty much covers the insanity of the year. It says, I keep thinking about how we adapted to the new normal by playing Legos, playing games, streaming, and watching streamers, how people started cooking and crafting again, spending time with kids, and how so many conspiracy theories came out, how so many famous people are gone with little to no airtime, like John Prine. 2020 is a year of good and bad. Yes, flower girl, (laughs) for sure. The year of good and bad is a pretty good way to describe it. Um, So many of us turn to old comforts we let go of in our daily races before now, and we were finally able to slow down a little bit. I think when it comes to the airtime that you mentioned, we lost so many. It's hard to make sure they all equally get their time to be mourned. Next up, we have a submission from Jimmy Stone. Jimmy says, why is it still business as usual during a pandemic and recession? As if all of this isn't going on. Oh, yes. (laughs) Uh, I think many of us have had this exact same thought, Jimmy. Um, It seems it's only business as usual in America, while all other countries seem to understand the weight of this and have managed it. We have a long way to go if we can put the health of our economy above our people because there is no economy without the people. And it seems like our current government doesn't understand this. So if you're tired of hearing about politics, maybe get out there and vote for people who actually do things that help. Thank you for your submission, Jimmy. And by the way, listeners, Jimmy Stone is a rapper. If that's your kind of music, you should find him on Spotify and give him a follow. Our artists could really use their support right now. Next, we have an anonymous submission stating, isolation is my hard truth. Trying to have deeply personal relationships virtually and not being able to leave the house. I was never tremendously social before and always been kind of an introvert but it's been the hardest part of 2020 for me. I think a lot of people would say isolation has been the hardest part. Um, One that many people gloss over. I've even heard from many the statement that introverts must be loving this. Well, some of them may be, but we still had daily lives interrupted. And I say we, because while I can be social, I need it in bursts. I also need time to recharge by myself and quite a lot of it. For me, being slightly introverted and stuck in a house with kids, it did mean that I have no alone time for recharging at all. Shout out to all my introverts out there who do not live alone and are struggling right now. Thank you for that submission. The fact is, we are all struggling. It's a learning curve, even if you're introverted, extroverted, somewhere in the middle. It's a, it's a great point. Isolation's been hard on all of us. On that note, we got another anonymous submission that is from the opposite end of that spectrum, which says, being a polyamorous male creative during a pandemic has not been fun. So there you have it. It seems like this person's probably on the opposite end of that, likely a little extroverted, if not completely extroverted. And it sounds like it's been difficult, which... I can imagine, depending on the type of creative that you are, that not having interaction with others to create said art has been very hard to get that creative outlet going. 
So not only are you isolated and away from people, but you don't have your creative outlet, which is, it can be detrimental to somebody. It can uh, really damage mental health. And then, of course, if you're poly and you don't already live with those you have a relationship with, it would be very hard to manage that during a pandemic, I can imagine. Which, coming back to what I said in the beginning here, we have all been affected. Try to remember that as we move into the next year. Some empathy for others could really help. Next up, we have a submission that is related to a topic many of us have ran into this year. Trigger warning, I would say, for some of you, but it says, While I respect trans rights and am honestly an ally, they need to respect that the pronoun thing is new to many and not expect everyone to understand right away. I once heard a story of a girl getting kicked out of a car when she misgendered the Lyft driver. Oof, that's a big one. Um, I agree, first of all, and thank you for your submission on this topic. It's been a big one as of late. My opinion on it is that we need to respect the pronouns they wish to use. However, our base language is written to utilize pronouns when speaking, and we use social cues and looks to figure out what pronouns to use. And if you're misgendered, please correct them and move on. There's no need to leave someone on the side of the road for this reason. Now, if they continue or they mock you or they become abusive towards you once corrected, then you have some room to react. Otherwise, whether you are he, she, they, them, I would say just don't be an asshole. It's a... It's that simple. And I think, you know, this is something that a lot of people should hear um, and try to work on, not just the trans community, but everyone. Just uh, just don't be an asshole. In that same vein, uh, only because it's reminded me after seeing something like this happen on social media due to misgendering, if you see this occurring, please verify that the person you're stepping up for actually needs your help. And this goes for more than just trans right. I've seen more and more people stepping in to fight for something or someone or a group or a topic when they have no ground to stand on regarding it. Oftentimes, they end up bordering on the line of harassment while virtue signaling so that they feel like they've kept the high ground. The truth is sometimes the thing you're standing up for didn't need your help and you made it more of a thing than it is. A perfect example would be attacking someone for cultural appropriation when said culture is not your own and then finding out the culture you're fighting for didn't find that offensive. So pick your battles and if it's not your battle, verify that they want you beside them as an ally before charging in. Uh, that's a that's a topic that I'm pretty passionate about, and I try not to step in and start defending anything unless I have been asked to do to do so, or the the people that I'm defending have um, obviously uh, called out for help, um, or it's a thing that is my own personal um, thing that I need to defend: my culture, my race, my gender, my whatever the thing is, if I don't know whether or not this is actually offensive, I move on. So 
I think many people need to work on that. Thank you uh, to whomever submitted that one. That was a a very good topic and um, one that hopefully I will get a chance to touch on in 2021. All right, so our last submission comes from Austin Searle. This is a special one. So he just announced his run for U.S. Senate to represent Utah in 2022. Another brave soul hoping to throw their hat in the ring to make change after seeing nothing change. Uh, A hard truth that I think many of us are realizing in 2020, but it is definitely not isolated to the year 2020. We've not been represented well, and the decisions made to our uh, by our representatives hasn't been great. So his message to hard truth reads, Austin Searle is running for U.S. Senate to beat Mike Lee in 2022, who has constantly let down the state he represents. He has completely disillusioned the state of Utah and the citizens within. He has voted repeatedly against the citizens without clear reasons for why. He was one of the six out of 94 U.S. senators to vote against the $2,000 relief bill in this time of life and death. For those reasons, Austin Searle is running to defeat Mike Lee and prevent his continual disregard to Utah citizens to last any longer. Perfectly worded message. And thank you, Austin, for pushing for a brighter future. Anyone who voted against the relief bill should be challenged. Anyone listening who thinks that they can do it should definitely take the leap to run for office, whatever that office may be. The worst that could happen is you lose, but you know that you tried to actually make a difference. And with that, my heart truthers, I bid you farewell. Please think of your neighbors and friends and family as you move into this new year. Remember that you are not alone and you are also not alone in your fight. 2020 sucked. Let's make 2021 a better year by helping each other. Special thanks to all the doctors, nurses, and medical professionals on our front lines, and to all who donated their time, money, and food to those in need. As always, I really appreciate you listening. Shout out to all those supporting Hard Truth. Check the description for links on how to begin supporting if you feel so inclined. And message me on Twitter for your Hard Truth. I will be doing this more often. Love you all. Thank you for listening to this episode of Hard Truth. So glad that you could join us. For more information on how to get a hold of this week's guest or ways to support them, please check the description below. And as always, check out patreon.com slash hardtruthpod for ways to support me. Thank you so much. Your support is everything. (laughs) 